0: Ladies and gentlemen, he's the samurai of student ministry, the networking ninja, a Jedi master of church budgets, the beast from the southeast, the next-gen nerd himself, C.J. up, nerds. Glad to have you guys back for another episode of the Next Gen Nerd Podcast, half fan podcast, half ministry podcast, and today is going to be a solo episode with me. We're going to be talking about some things that I'm enjoying right now and uh, take a look at an old book that I like, uh, and uh, hopefully you guys will enjoy that. A couple housekeeping things up front. Remember to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode. It'll drop right in your phone. I use the Podcast Addict app. I encourage you to do the same. Use whatever you want to use. We are in all the places. We are on iTunes. We are on Spotify. We are on Google Podcasts and everything in between. You can also find us at next-gen-nerd.captivate.fm. That link's also on my Instagram, nextgen-nerd. Find me anywhere you can and keep posted as far as what's going on. Let me jump right into some things that I enjoy. So I just spent the last weekend with my wife, just us, no kids, had a fantastic time. And what we did all weekend was watch movies. That's just what we enjoyed doing. We enjoyed just being in a hotel watching movies. And the one that we enjoyed the most together, uh, and don't hate me, don't hate me on this one, but Eurovision Song Contest, The Story of Fire Saga with Will Ferrell, and Rachel McAdams. Now you may say, I've seen that. That's terrible. Why are you recommending that, CJ? I am telling you what I enjoy. I'm not asking what you enjoy. It's my podcast, not your podcast. Let me tell you something. This movie has quickly moved into my top five Will Ferrell movies. And you may go, I'm crazy. But you know what? I laughed the whole movie. And my wife, who doesn't like Will Ferrell, laughed the entire movie. She cackled at one point. It was so funny. And we enjoyed it. We, got, we were on the way home. We're listening to the music from the movie. And she goes, you know what? I want to watch that movie again. Listen, it's a two-hour movie with Will Ferrell singing with his just his general personality. It's it was fantastic. I encourage you guys to check it out. It's on Netflix, uh, and uh, we, like I said, we thoroughly enjoyed it and will be watching it again. Uh, I'm changing my ringtone to uh, to one of the songs from there. I'm just I'm pumped. I'm ready to go. Second thing I want to recommend to you guys, uh, and that's Ready Player 2. It's the sequel to Ready Player 1, which came out. uh, Ready Player 2 just came out a couple weeks ago. Ready Player 1 came out like a decade ago. Um, Some of you guys may only know Ready Player 1 because of the movie. Uh, And so I just want to spend just a couple minutes talking about this ready player one is one of my favorite books And you may say I don't like ready player one if you don't like ready player one don't read ready player two You won't like it Uh, Someone asked me my thoughts and my spoiler free thoughts are this if you think ready player one is a ten Which I do and you think Ernest Cline's other book Armada is a five which I do then you'll put this one at about a 7 or an 8. It definitely suffers from sequel creep, uh, where everything is bigger than the first one. It's the same formula. So you'll have kind of that issue. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, uh, but not as much as Ready Player One. Uh, Ready Player One, for those of you that haven't read Ready Player One, but you've seen the movie, read the book. I was talking to somebody recently, uh, actually our, our interview for next week, I was talking to Al Paulson, and I told him, you know, I I've read a lot of books based on movies, and of course, the majority of them are the books are better than the movies. Jumanji is the only exception I can think of off the top of my head. The book Jumanji is uh, is not as good as the as the movie. I think maybe it has to do with Robin Williams. But when I, when I watched Ready Player One, uh, I was very disappointed with how far off the story was. Uh, and every good point of the movie um, was ten times better in the book. And there was so much in between that they missed. So I encourage you to pick up Ready Player One and read one of my favorite books. Uh, Ready Player Two I also enjoyed. And again, if you like Ready Player One, you will like Ready Player Two. But uh, it's definitely different. Definitely different. Moving right along, I recently got my second Wander Box from Student Leadership University. Uh, it is a box where uh, they send out to people who are wanting to grow. Student Leadership University is a Christian organization that does the Youth Pastor Summit. They also do Student Leadership University, the, uh, the camp. They also have the Lift Tour um, it's a fantastic box. Uh, it comes with uh, an idea to ponder. They, they're In there, there's something for you to think about to ponder a specific idea. There's an activity to initiate something in you and a habit that you can form. And so uh, this is the second box. Uh, it's very Christmas-themed. I'm looking at all the things that came in the box, and I am, am ready to, to dive in. Uh, check them out. It is definitely worth the money to spend to get it, uh, and uh, you'll, you'll enjoy it. The last thing I want to hit on before we jump into our ministry section is The Mandalorian. Now, if you have not been watching The Mandalorian, fast forward like two minutes. I've just got a quick rant. I love the show, but I got a quick rant. And so if you are not up to date, if you have not finished the episode The Jedi, uh, then then fast forward, okay? Uh, here's my hot take. I love the show, I hate the name Grogu. I hate the name Grogu. I hate the Mandalorian's name. I much rather would have them just be called the Mandalorian and the child. I much rather have the Mandalorian call him the kid than by his name. I don't even want to say it again. I don't want to give it airtime because I cannot stand that name. Let's move on from that. Let's go back to the Mandalorian and the child and leave it at that. Love the show. Check it out. While we're talking Star Wars, that is a good segue into our ministry section where I talk about a book that's had an impact on my life, on my ministry, and I want to share it with you guys. This one uh, um, I I got as a gift. Uh, The book is called Christian Wisdom of the Jedi Masters. Now, I got this gift at Christmas time, and the first thing that happened when I opened it is I smiled at my mother who got it for me because that's a polite thing to do. But inside, I cringed because I'm thinking... Star Wars is not Christian. Like, I love Star Wars, but it is not Christian. In, in any sense of the... You, you just, it's not. It wasn't made to be that way. It wasn't an intention. I'm sure you can draw an analogy out of it that you could pigeonhole and squeeze into a, a Christian message, but it's not Christian. And so I set it on my shelf, and I wasn't going to read it. Uh, it came out in 2005, so I probably got it right around there, now that I'm thinking about when I received it. So um, probably got it right around there. I remember when I finally picked it up to read it... Uh, that I realized what was happening, and it was it, it's a it's a fantastic book. The general premise is this: this youth pastor is trying to connect with a student of his, and the student of his is a big Star Wars fan, and so he uses their love of Star Wars to to bridge the gap. And that's why I said you can you can pull a a an analogy out of just about anything, uh, and if you enjoy Star Wars enough, there's enough material for you to pull an analogy out. But he uses Star Wars to communicate to his uh, to his youth. Uh, the failure that the church has done in discipling young believers, uh, not universally, but uh, the way he says it is is you know that we've we've not really produced any Jedi masters, and he was talking about uh, the prequels and uh, the original trilogy at how um, the original trilogy you know there's not a whole lot of older Jedi that are mini- that are that are raising up good young Jedi like in the prequels, and he just said that we've dropped the ball, and so he takes. Star Wars as a backdrop to give some very good uh, discipleship strategies uh, for raising up young Christians uh, with a Star Wars context. The book is, again, Christian Wisdom of the Jedi Masters. It's by Dick Staub. Uh, that's S-T-A-U-B. Uh, I've got a couple copies in my library, so if you're listening to this and you're like, I want to read that, uh, come on by and I'll hand you a copy because it's uh, it's worth the read. Because uh, I love this book. I love this book. I make sure I have a copy and at least one to share uh, because it's just, it's just good. I, I enjoy it. Well, guys, this is a short episode. I appreciate you guys uh, tuning in and listening, and we're going to have another interview next week. Just a quick heads up. It is a good one. I sat down with a good friend of mine, Al Paulson, and we talked about He-Man. Uh, and so you do not want to miss it. Listen, when, when we were discussing topics, uh, nerd topics, I, I sent him a list, and really I was it was a ruse because I knew what we were going to talk about. We're talking about He-Man, and this guy is a He-Man expert, and so we talk about that a lot. But we also talk about ministry, the what's hard about ministry, but also um, how do you know when it's time to move on to something else? How do you know when it's time to, to change gears? Uh, even if something's going great, how do we know when God is calling us out of that into doing something differently? So I encourage you guys to come back and check out next week my interview with Al Paulson. See you guys later.